Uh oh. You know why I said and Gino? Is it because Gino is here? Not only that, but legally, yeah. I signed a document uh-huh. uh, promising him that in the episode that he's on, yeah. because you know how I am. Yeah. I won't have anybody on here who is not either super famous mm-hmm. or is about to be super famous right. and rich. Right, yes. Right? Yeah. They can be super famous and broke. Right. Dead, dead broke. Yeah. Don't have a penny to the pocket. Nope. Not a dime to their name. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. they can be about to be super famous yeah. and rich. Ah. They can be about to be super famous and poor. Okay. <laughs> I got to see a contract uh-huh. and know they're about to be loaded. Okay. And so when I talked to Gino, he's like, Gary? I said, which one are you? He said, both. (laughs) I'm currently super famous, and now I'm about to be super famous and rich. Double super famous, one rich. No, maybe you were talking to my clone, man. I got, I got neither one of those. Don't listen. Don't listen to anything that guys have to say. I, I you know what though, I can't help but listen to, to that, that mellifluous uh, voice. Oh man, y'all, yeah. you trying uh, to make me blush, man? Uh, yeah. Oh Lord, do yeah. not make this guy okay. blush. Cause uh, again, you have to pay twenty five dollars every time you make him blush. Oh, okay. He's got a whole money scheme going on. I, 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 got, I don't have any cash on me. At all. Oh, I, I don't want to get into trouble. He takes PayPal, Venmo, and cash. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Elliot, Harry, introduce the show so we can talk to this guy. And I say that with a please at the end. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, welcome to another episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake. Sitting across from me is my equi host, Gary Anthony. Williams. I am all about equality. Now. Yeah, oh yeah. If I make a, a, a say a beverage uh-huh. or a cake, I don't yeah. care what it is, okay. what kind of recipe, I put equal measures of everything in it. If it calls for a cup of sugar, yep. I'm going to put a cup of flour, Okay. a cup of milk. That's how they do a pound cake, I think. Wasn't it like a pound of sugar, a pound of flour? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. I do that with everything. Okay. If it's a, a Jack and Coke. Uh-huh. Pound of, pound of? Pound of, a pound of Jack <laughs> and a pound of cocaine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, and you're talking Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what that is. <laughs> it's a cheese. Cheese, man. It's a cheese. Oh, oh, is that a cheese? That is yeah. a cheese. Y'all know that I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. Oh, but before yeah. we go into intolerance, <laughs> let me introduce you Please to the, the single most tolerant person I know. All right. That's me. Okay. Now I'm going to introduce you to the fifth most tolerant person I know, <laughs> Gino Seeger. What's up, everybody? Welcome, my friend. I am honored to be here, Gary. Uh, Elliot was, I, I, some people would say he was praising your voice. I think you were, he was making fun of you. Oh, no. You know what? You know, I, I get it both ways. <laughs> you know, used to, when I was a kid, they used to tell me that a frog crawled in my throat and died. Or, you know, I can I do, can I call the school for them to get them out of class? Okay, hold on. All S- of that, dude. S- slow it down. And I say slow, the old English way with an S-C-H. Slow. L-O-E. Slow yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever call the school? Man, no. I never called no school for nobody. Man, I was wish, too scared, man. But do you wish now? I wish I could have called for myself. Yeah. But they knew at, at the school. They knew who I was. Uh-huh. So I couldn't, I couldn't beat them. Uh, now, did your father... Or and I don't want to judge anybody. Or your mother have a deep voice. I know I don't. I just don't want to judge anymore. No, Gina. no, no. My mother has a very, you know, I guess a very normal voice. Um, my father had a very normal speaking voice, but oddly enough, at a family reunion, you know how the um, 
the women of the family will always try to force everybody to sing. Mm-hmm. And all the men started singing, and everybody sang bass, and I had to sing tenor, baritone tenor, because there was no tenor in, in anybody's amber. So everybody was singing bass, and I thought, wait a minute. I, I, I Literally, I had to, you know, had to sing tenor in order to make it sound right. Do you still have a tenor in your repertoire? I mean, I have a. I mean, it was more of a falsetto than it was a tenor, but I mean. So I you can, did a head voice. Yeah, I did a bit of a head there. voice. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. Huh. And you were always a singer. You could always sing. You know, I was always singing at home in the shower with nobody there in the car with the windows up, but I didn't class myself a singer. I'm going to suggest something to you right now. I'm going to suggest you build a glass outside shower now. Just take you back to your, you know your roots and get out there. And I would I would put it somewhere like. Near Hazeltine, where Hazeltine and Ventura <laughs> Boulevard touch. Get out there in your glass shower, my friend, and you let the world hear what's become of a young Geno Seekers. I might have to take you up on that, man. Oh, see there? I might have to yeah. take you, you up on that. You said I couldn't. I couldn't sell my new glass shower door business. I did. Me. I said that as we were walking over here. Yes. Uh, well, well, let's be specific now. It's a corner shower business. It's a corner shower business. Corner yeah. shower. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about the corner showers. <laughs> There's other people who do a mid-block shower. I'm all about them corner showers. <laughs> the corner shower is the place to be. Yeah. Mid-block, nobody's going to notice. Yeah, gonna yeah. And then uh, you get traffic both ways, you know. Yeah, you get stop, on a corner, right. on yeah, the corner right. you yeah. got four four ways of traffic yeah, coming exactly, at you. Yeah. Exactly. Man, this is a good idea. It's very good. Speaking of good ideas, yeah. you have good ideas about making people drinks. I sure do. Gino, Gino Seegers needs a drink. Well, I'll make him one. What you going to make him? Oh well, uh, Gino told you that yep. uh, old fashioned is your go to. Old fashioned is my go to. All right. Well, it's summertime, and I thought, well, let's... I like how you, no matter where you are, yeah. If you were locked up in a basement, mm-hmm. and, and they they knocked you out, so you woke up, you didn't know. Have I been asleep a day, yeah. uh, three years? Yep. You always know what season it is. Always, no, even if you can't see the outside. That's my superpower. <laughs> so, but now you know. Yeah. It's summertime. It is. It is summertime. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, in the Northern Hemisphere, <laughs> yeah. it's summertime. Okay. Uh, it, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, however. Wintertime. Wintertime, winter yes. Yep. So let that bend your mind. Oh, um, you bent us. Uh, that's what I'm here for. So uh, I was thinking, okay, it's summertime. I'm going to lighten this drink up just a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to make one uh, that – so normally an old-fashioned is – I mean, it's basically – it's like the original cocktail. It's, it's, it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Sugar, mm-hmm. water. Oh, that's original, right? So the ice, you know, the ice is the water. The you know, in this case, simple syrup is the sugar, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you know, the bourbon is the alcohol. That's simple. So it's simple, right? So now, normally, the way I make a, an old fashioned is that I will take a nice, good sized piece of uh, orange peel, uh, right off the orange, and put it in the bottom of the glass with a little simple syrup and muddle that, and you get all that orange essence out into oh, the yeah. into the into the drink, and then put in the bourbon and the ice, stir that thing up. Very simple, delicious drink. That's why it's so popular. You can't go wrong with it. Mm. Although there are places that go wrong. I've seen some, some <laughs> so horror shows. So you can shows. go you wrong. You can. Man. I can't. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I can't okay. go wrong. But so, I've seen places. So the where personal you can't go wrong. The personal I was talking to me. I was talking to me. Yeah. And say, Elliot, you can't you go can't wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but what I thought, I, I came up with a new one today. And I, and this may not be a new drink. You know, I may. It's new to me. But I thought, let's just do something different. Okay. And so this one uh, is is bourbon, uh, half ounce simple syrup. Uh, I'm going to cut a, a, a 
slice of, uh, of uh, like a coin off of the side of a lime. So that it's mostly peel, but you get a little bit of the, 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 the flesh, a little bit of the meat, mm. uh, and some mint leaves. And we're going to put all that stuff together. We're going to muddle it together. We're going to put the bourbon in and uh, with some ice, stir that up. And it'll be uh, just a nice twist on a on old fashioned. Now, did do you have? And you just created this drink. I just created it this morning. I haven't even tested it. Did you give this drink a name yet? A bourbon lime old fashioned. Okay. It's, wow. it's, it's not. It's not. No, the, dude. Call it a burb mojito or something. A like burb mojito. Oh, a burrito. A burrito. Okay. It is. There is a little hint of, of mojito in there. Yeah. yeah. The, the lime it's, and yeah, the uh, yeah. the mint. Yeah. yeah absolutely. The There's no, yeah. No soda though. No soda. So, no soda. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. a a mo fashioned. Oh. Or a mint. Oh. A mint. To be bourbon. Mint to bourbon. <laughs> mint to be bourbon. <laughs> mint to be bourbon. <laughs> mint to be bourbon. <laughs> Elliot, right. Godspeed. We'll, we'll workshop that. So I'm going to make this drink right now. Yep. Uh. And folks, uh, this uh, gets built in the glass. So, if you're so what pl- does that mean? So what that means is that this doesn't get shaken up. This no. doesn't get made in a doesn't get made in a in a, in a mixing glass. It means I'm going to make it in the glass in which it's each drink be is made in the glass. Each drink is going to. Are in you going to do that thing I always beg you to do for me and just leave out the simple syrup? Uh, for you, I'm y- just trust yeah. me. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm I know I won't, I won't get the same joy that you and Gino get out of your mouths. I might, but I'll get some joy in my mouth. Yeah, you will. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it the way you like it. Thank you. For, I know it I, hurts it, you. It hurts me a little bit. But, you know, the but, customer. But, it only, but only a little bit. Mostly because I just I want you to get all of that. I know. Of the, but, but not, not, no, no, I don't want to oversugar it for you. I just want to, you know, like I, I, like I did on the last show. Like I did on, on, on I, the last show. I understand show. what you're saying. I want to just have that little bit of something in there to convey. But you know when you're oil. dating a girlfriend and you go, hey, baby, slow lovemaking's not going to work for me. And she's going... Oh, you gonna like the way I slowly make love to you. You know how they always do that, mm-hmm. and then they do it, and then it's like I told you it wasn't gonna work for me. <laughs> you got to go super fast when you make love to me. Go really, really fast when you make love. If I'm making love to someone and, and I'm not done in forty-five seconds, yeah, it wasn't a good lovemaking session. <laughs> and women love to make love very quickly. I, we'll talk about that, with yeah, Gino. Yeah, let's. Godspeed on making your drink. All right, drinks. I'm gonna make the drink. Let's not fight about this no, anymore. No, no, not gonna fight. I'm gonna make the drink. Okay. Uh, you guys, uh, chit. Then what am I I'm gonna do? Follow it immediately with chat. Well, I'm chitting in three, two, one. I'm, I'm already there. Boom. Uh, good luck. Thank you. Uh, welcome, Gino. Man, it is. I'm honored to be here. You have traveled so far to get here. Indeed, I have. I don't know in minutes how long it took you. About eight. <laughs> that's it but that's a long it, way man it is that's a long way because yeah. you didn't say if you travel eight minutes in a supersonic jet yeah that'd be a blink because yeah yeah so but eight minutes eight minutes and, and you're dressed you have a 12-piece suit on <laughs> i wish the audience could see you right now 12-piece suit and that doesn't include the coat vest or pants and well, still he's got it's sunday fun day <laughs> oh. my girl and i have a weekly ritual called sunday fun day what happens on one of those well we do exactly whatever we want we spend a lot of time together yeah. we can go to a movie we can go for a drive we can go out to eat we can huh. do all those things in one day if we want and that is what we fondly call sunday fun day now is that from Midnight the next night, or is it from wake up time? Wake up time. time, wake up time to sleepy time Sunday. Okay, mm-hmm. wow, I gotta, yeah. get, I gotta get me some fun days in my life. Yeah, man. Whose idea 
was it Sunday Fun Day? It was a mutual uh, effort. We were looking for um, ways to spend more time together. And I said, hey, listen, why don't we just dedicate a day to where we we get together and we just do whatever we want to do. And she came up with the term Sunday Fun Day. Okay. So it could have been mm. a Tuesday. But it could have been, you know, Tuesday, Terrific Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Terrific okay. Tuesday okay. or Fantastic Friday uh, or whatever. But Super Saturday. Uh, so yeah. There could have been other days. It could have been other days. But, but Sunday was the best day for me and the best day for her because she is a gymnastics coach and judge. I uh, did not know this. Her life is extremely busy. She coaches children's gymnastics, adults mm-hmm. or what? Children, and uh, she also judges. She ju- now who is she judging? The, she the judges kids, the, the kids. kids as yeah, well. she judges the kids at at um, gymnastic events. No, you're not a gymnast, are you? No, 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 no. But you are an well. First of all, before I even get into that, let's just let's just as you would say, uh, Elliot. Yeah. Cut to the fat. Yep. Skip the skin and the hair. Yep. And and don't go all the way to the bones. Right. And leave out the meat. And leave out the meat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very right. long saying. <laughs> I say it all the time. Cut to the fat. <laughs> leave out the skin and the hair. Yep. Don't get to the bone. And leave, leave out, out the, the meat. meat. Yep. You are seriously, and I say I say this to you all the time. You are on the precipice of blowing the f up. You have a brand new show yes. coming out. When does it come out? When does it air? It airs September 26th at 8.30 on NBC. And it's called? It is called Perfect Harmony. That has that Bradley Whitford in it? Bradley Whitford, Anna Camp, uh, Will Greenberg, Timberly Hill. And uh, I would be remiss to say on the poster is a young Geno Seeger. Oh, that that would be myself. Yes. Yeah, that's you. Mm -hmm. That is me. You are one of the... Elliot, we in in my country we yeah. say staras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An extra an extra syllable. In we have put an extra show how staras. big a deal this is. Uh. You are one of the staras of that show. Yes, it, it is an ensemble cast, but uh, Bradley Whitford and Anna Camp are leading the cast. Yeah, for mm-hmm. now. No, no, no. I I'm calling I'm calling him. I'm calling him. After this show is over. You're calling Bradley? Bradley. Yeah. B-dubs, I call him. Right, yeah. B-dubs, it's G-dub all up in the tub, because I'm going to call him from a tub. Well, where else would you do it from? I I have to keep my body moist. That's what I'm saying. While I'm on the phone. Yeah. Plus, it makes my voice sound more echoey in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm not going to be in a corner shower doing this. That's for Gino. That's Gino's thing. That's his thing. I would be embarrassed to do it. Gino's like, "Uh uh-uh. People going to see me use this loofah. (laughs) <laughs> so what is the premise of this show with Whitford and well the, the premise is a very 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 simple but uh I believe very poignant um a character Bradley's character um is going through a very turbulent time in his life he loses the love of his life his his wife and the only friend he has had in many years he loses his job because he's basically a walking trigger for, for people uh, at, at the university, for students. And he, uh, as he's burying his, his wife, he decides to take his life. Uh, him being a music director refuses to allow the bad singing that he hears in the background be the last thing he hears. So he storms into the church and finds a new purpose in this choir. And you are one of the choir members? I'm one of the choir members, yes. Mm -hmm. And this is set where? Is this set like L.A.? This is set in rural rural Kentucky. Oh. 
So yeah. you're a country, it's a country choir, but I mean, it's uh, yeah, not country. It, it's a small voice. country town, and uh, my character is the local goat farmer. <laughs> now, do you come from a goat farming family? No, nah, I, I think the um, the backstory of my family is still in the works. But okay. I, in my own little backstory, mm-hmm. uh, because I am the runt of the family. This dude's bigger than you. Yeah, they're okay. they're giants in my family, and I decide that uh, I'm going to do something a little different. They're they're cattle farmers cattle ranchers and i decided to do goats which was more oh, sustainable okay. oh, you really stepped out he's, from the he's, family he's quite he's quite the shy um he's shy he's very loyal but he is also love struck by uh his best friend's soon to be ex-wife oh so and, you got somewhere to go on. Yeah, you there's gotta, a there's a lot going on, man. Wow, there's a lot going on. And how, you already it comes out in September, and you it already you already shooting episodes right now. We are. We just shot uh, episode 102. Mm-hmm. You know, the, as the pilot will air, and that we I guess episode one, and then 102 will be the second, the second episode, episode, which we just finished shooting last week. That's mm-hmm. excellent. How's yeah. it? How's it feeling? It's, it's feeling really good, man. I mean, um, I've been, I don't know, man. I, I've been on a, a bit of a buzz for the last few uh, few months. Yeah. I, I haven't really sort of slowed down to take it in. Yeah. And it hasn't actually hit me yet. I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still, um, I don't know. I'm still looking for cheap tickets to North Carolina. But, and, okay. Let, let, I mean, I'm still very sure. much... Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. It's not. Not that I don't want to take it for granted, but I'm still very much. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. I'm still a little nervous. Well, I won't. I won't be nervous for you. I will not be nervous for you. Um, I will only say this online. There's a little something that says TV's 15 breakout stars of TV critics summer press tour. Would you happen to be one of the 15 breakout <laughs> stars that they have mentioned? I am. See, That's listen. That's awesome. This is the reasons not to be ner- Elliot, I'm going to tell you something. Please. I don't know how long Gino and I have known each other now because I don't look at time. Right. Elliot, I don't look at it. Nope. But we talk, we sit around, we talk about all kinds of crap, and occasionally we talk about the business. We're both guys in voice. We actually have the same agent in voice. Same agent. Uh, when they want... A better sounding Gary Anthony Williams. They go to G- they go to Gino. Get me a better sounding Gary, and then they go to Gino. But often Gino would say stuff like, "Oh no, man, I'm about to, I'm about to go back home, man. I'm about to go back home, right?" Yeah. You can get the business can burn you out here. Yeah. You get you go out on a lot of crap. You drive around a lot. Yeah. The business can burn you out, and Gino was about to. It appeared you were ready to go back home. Yes. Then the, oh, the drinks are done. Yeah, the drinks are done. Mm-hmm. And this is called the, is uh, a, the mints. The mints. <laughs> <laughs> it's either it's the it's the bojito or a mojito. Oh, 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 wait, wait, no. Or a meant to be fat, a meant uh, to be old fashioned, meant to be old fashioned, meant to be old fashioned, meant to be bourbon. Okay, it's a here we go. Meant to be bourbon. Cheers, brother. Good luck to everyone. All right, let's see. You can make more of these for us, by the way. I'm sure. Man, I am liking that. That came out pretty you good. You didn't put any simple that soup in here. That is very. Huh? Nope. 
Well, it's sweet to me. Bourbon, it? bourbon is the bourbon is sweeter. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the bourbon, bourbon is sweet. Since you're not sweet in the mouth, you're sensitive to the sweet. I, it's going to taste sweet. Well, and my daddy used to say, when I was a baby, he's like, baby Gary, you want some of this sweet, sweet bourbon? So I think that always, <laughs> I think that always yeah. stuck in my mouth. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. 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 Uh, so this guy, Elliot, seemed like he was ready to go back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got this audition. You, you know, I almost didn't go in for this audition. What, why, why come? Is a goat farmer, bro. <laughs> I was a nah. I don't know. This is not gonna work for me. I don't know if. Why am I doing this? You know, it's sort of things that go through your mind. Yeah. But then I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna win this room. So what I'm gonna do? And maybe there'll be a role for me in an wow. upcoming, you know, maybe a re- reoccurring character sure. or, or something, you know, residual, mm-hmm. you know, to to this audition. I could basically win them over. Yeah. I get into the room and do my, you know, I do my best, well, what I like to call my best John L, John L. Locklear. Uh-huh. And John L. Locklear, you know, I went in there talking like this, and they didn't really want that, so I just decided that, well, maybe I'll change it up, you know. So the second time I came in, they wanted something a little so, different. But they saw enough out of you doing your John L. Locklear. Well, the, to say come back in this room. Yeah, the cat, the 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 crew. Well, actually, the casting director decided she wanted me to do something different in that moment. Mm-hmm. She says, "Oh, that, that's that's maybe a little bit too much. We, we're we're more now. That's really that sounds very old oh. for you and for the character." And and so we changed it up to something about like this here. And she was she was she was quite happy with it, and I was quite happy with it. It didn't bother me none. I could do do this pretty much all day it's yeah pretty much how i talk when i'm at the yeah. house you yeah. heard you heard that <laughs> you know, growing up that was always yeah in it's always head. in it's always yeah. in me it's in yeah. my wheelhouse so it's pretty easy for me to go on in there and talk like this it was no problem at all wow yeah. did you have to do singing in that audition no and i was quite surprised that's crazy because you're in the choir d- d- i was quite surprised but see i didn't know that there was a choir oh at the first audition. All you knew was a goat farmer. All I knew was a goat farmer. <laughs> All I knew was this guy was a goat farmer in Kentucky. And I was like, there ain't no way in the world they're going to see me as a goat farmer. They just ain't going to see me as no goat farmer. I'm going to go in here and they're going to hire me as the local sheriff deputy. Uh-huh. And I'm going to get the job as a sheriff deputy when they start going to the deputy's office or start calling the popo or uh-huh. the sheriff department. Uh-huh. I'll get that job. Uh-huh. And so that's really what I was doing. And as you and you know how it is, man. You go into these rooms and you, you're not sure that what they're really looking for. Yeah. And they are a lot of times not there sure. There you go. And in this for. case... They weren't really sure what they were looking for for Shep. Now, originally, the character's name was Shep. Okay. And they weren't sure what they were looking for, but they needed someone. I'm I'm assuming that they, they thought about it and wanted someone of mixed heritage. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I looked the part. You appear to be someone. Of I appear to be someone of mixed heritage. So they they thought about it, and then they started bringing me back the for the producer session and they asked me to play this uh very southern very very light very um uh not whimsical but very uh naive Mm -hmm. so he i think the network thought he came across uh unintelligent 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 very uh slow very dim-witted and so they brought me back the next week for another producer session 
and they wanted to make him a ex-military type. So he's a very, very uh, few words, but the words he speaks are like, you know, landmines. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, very, very serious, very, um, you know, he's a very uh, uh, quiet but stoic Uh type guy. Uh And he's ex-military, so he's very smart, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't say a lot. Mm -hmm. So he's very calculated. Uh And then they decided that that's just a little too much for an NBC comedy. Mm-hmm. So we came back to the bar the third week. You know, I'm going crazy. Yeah. Thinking, why, why are they torturing me like this? You know, I go back for a third week and then they say, Gino, we really like both, but we want to see if you could fall somewhere in the middle and let's see how that reads. And they gave me, you know, completely different material on each audition. So wow. I was studying the whole time. Wow. And then, um, as, as it, as it, happened I still didn't realize that I was going to be singing so this whole time this whole time I didn't realize it wasn't until I got the first script that I realized after you had already been cast after I had been cast after I had been uh, all of that I'd I'd been cast I'd been uh, uh, I had a test I'd been cast and I got the script and it says he sings. I was like, "What? Wait, I do that? Man, that's this is gonna be easy. This is my skill. You know set. what I mean? That's, that, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have fun with this, you know. And and I was a little bit, I was a bit skeptical of the uh, the, the song choice, which was uh, what was it? What was it? I came in like a wrecking ball. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, I know, right? That's, that's I know. Not, that's not choir like. It's at not choir like at all, right? But because Dwayne is the character's name now. Because they made him na- his name Dwayne because my best friend is Wayne. Okay. So There's it's Wayne and Dwayne. Wayne and Dwayne. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're both very much in love with Jenny. Oh, wow. You know, and she's about to divorce him. Oh, and, oh that's that's uh, the wife. Right, uh, okay. right. She's about to divorce him. And I should have made my move 10 years ago, but I was too shy. You know, but I, 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 I held up my end of the bargain in terms of a friendship because I'm so loyal. So I went to the wedding and I was the best man at the wedding and all of that sort uh-huh. of stuff. But he's been holding this these emotions in for Jenny for, for 10 years, 10, 10 plus years. Now, when you sang the Wrecking Ball song, mm. uh, did you do it in a lower register? Or did they already have it set or did you did, was it? Falsetta? What? How did you? No, I, I I certainly didn't sing it like uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no, no, I, I sang it in a because in you a, used to sing in tenor. You did it with your family. No, I wasn't gonna do it like that. Okay. They they wanted something strong, powerful, and you know, Gary, so I don't know why this has always been the case, but no matter what I sing, no matter how I sing it, it always seems to come out like Tom Jones. I don't know why that is, right? <laughs> I mean, it just comes out like that, man. And 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 so my wrecking ball came out like Tom Jones. Uh oh. You know, it was it was hilarious, Uh-oh. man. And if you've seen the um the trailer, you'll you'll see what I mean. Oh yeah, I haven't even seen the trailer. Yeah. I've been seeing the billboards. Yeah, yeah. I've been you, seeing the ads everywhere. If you've seen the trailer, man, you you oh. you'll see the the whole wrecking ball thing and how it comes out because oh so that wasn't just part of the audition that actually was 
a scene, because a lot of times you'll just audition with a piece of music that has nothing to do with it. It's actually from the script itself. It is the from the script. Ball. Yeah, Wrecking Ball. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and uh, Adam Anders is the guy who did um, the music for Glee. Uh, really talented, talented cat, man. And um, he had these earbuds in my ear so that I could always get the oh, yeah. same key what every time. What do they call time. it? Ear, ear, earwigs. Earwigs, them, right? yeah. yeah. Earwigs. Yeah. He, had, he gave me an earwig so that, boom. I came in like a wrecking ball every time uh -huh. so that it wouldn't be a different key every time I did it so they could cut it together sure, the way right. they wanted, right? So I was getting the same key every time. Boom, I came in like a wrecking ball. And I actually sing it further along. And yeah. Bradley's character is sitting there stunned because initially my voice wouldn't go much more over because I was shy, you know? Uh -huh. And uh, he said, sing from the chest. You love Jenny. You care about her. And then, you know, he goes through this warm-up session and he blasts this warm-up session because he's thinking about Jenny. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bradley's character suggests that, that you know, you know, this is, this, is, this is your voice. You know, this is who you are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my character uh, basically um, sees him... Uh, thinking of his 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 wife uh-huh and he um he blasts out i came in like a wrecking ball you know wow, man. <laughs> so it's funny is there a lot of singing i know it's a choir but is it one of those things where they kind of establish the choir but still don't sing that much you know but i think i think that the um the choir is is more uh, along the lines of of the 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 looming presence uh-huh it, it's like a backdrop and really, the 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 story is more about the drama and the um, personal lives of these choir members. Now they need Arthur, who is Arthur is Whitford's character, Whitford's right? character, because he has a way of bluntly putting things in perspective and making, um, basically making lemonade out of lemons, mm -hmm. but with inadvertently. He'll, he'll basically tell you, you know, you need to do this. You need to straighten up. You'll sing better if you straighten up. Bring some of that passion to the choir, you know, and you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll have a chance at winning. But he has to really, like, tick you off uh -huh. in order to get that out of you. Yeah, Music is a highly emotional sort of thing. And as an actor, I'm sure you're aware that if um, if an actor is not connecting to the lines, then it's just going to be words. Yeah. You got to connect to it, you know, and singing is the same way. There's really no difference between singing and acting. It's just emotions connected to the words on the page, emotions connected to the lyrics. And same with dance, emotion connected to the movement. It's just what emotion are you connecting to that movement, to that lyric, mm -hmm. to that line? Mm -hmm. And it usually will come out if you're any, you know, yeah. any proficient level of an actor. That's why I tried to tell Elliot he needs to sing and dance during this show. He's not connecting the emotion, and that's really what this is about. It's Gino is here to help you connect. You're singing and dancing. You're not dancing nearly enough in this podcast. I didn't realize Emotional that I wasn't connection. making the connection. I didn't I want to say when it I was to you. making the drink. That was where the connection uh, came in. But I had initially thought when I met you that my voice sounded informative enough. Uh huh. To let you know that, but you weren't you weren't getting it from me. I guess I was. I had to call in the A team. Yeah, I'm the L team. <laughs> I went way down the alphabet with my sister. Sure did. 
the, the great thing is you were already acting, and we'll go through some of the stuff that you've been doing, but you also are known for your singing. You were, you were, you and I have played the same character in yes. different things. Yes. Which is we're both the voice of Mufasa. Yes. You did it wow. in, you did it in the, the live arena of, yes. of the Lion King. Uh, the broad, the stage play, the stage musical, uh, the Lion play. King, the musical. And yeah. where wow. were you? Where were you? Wow is right. Yeah, Ellie. that's mm. big. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> me neither. I'm not wearing that fancy headgear and me neither. making well, and, people and, cry and, and at those songs. Me, I mean, look. I mean, of of all the voices that we're hearing right now on this podcast, mine is the least Mufasa. The least Mufasa. Mine is the furthest from Mufasa. That well, we get. didn't hear what he sounded like as he was dying. <laughs> it could have, you know what I mean? Oh, well, you know what? That's it true. It could have sounded very I much like Yeah, that. like, yeah, like a strangled white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dying Mufasa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't think that, of that. Because yeah. yeah. that will probably change up how a person sounds. You know what? <laughs> on their deathbed. Yeah. That'll yeah. probably change yeah. it up greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go from James Earl Jones to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, how long did you, how long did you Lion King it? I did that for four and a half years. And on the road the whole time? On the or road? Were you guys set? No, we were set in Sydney, Australia for oh, wow. a, almost two years, I think it is. Wow. And then we were set in Melbourne for a year and a half. And then we went to China. Then I came to the American production, which was at that time called the Cheetah Tour. And we. What, the American. Pro- what, what now? Of lo- the American um, touring company of the Lion, Lion King. Which they had two touring oh. companies. They had the Gazelle Tour okay. oh, I and gotcha. the Cheetah Tour. Okay. And then they had the home-based Lion King in New York on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And there was one in Amsterdam. There's one in, uh, no, not Amsterdam, uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. And then there was one in Spain, France. They, they've had them all over the world. And they also had a, a production of the Lion King in South Africa as well. Wow. So they 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 have they have done well. Yeah, they have done crazy well. But I had the opportunity of doing this Australasian tour, and then getting picked up on what it's a funny thing, man. You know, I was I was I started out in the ensemble, mm-hmm. and then I got the oh, job. You were not Mufasa. I was not at Mufasa first. at first. Okay. I understudied Mufasa. Okay, it was my first job. You were like what you thought you were going to be in the TV show. You were the sheriff. Pretty uh, much. They, they hired Pretty me as much. a sheriff. I'm not they hired me as a sheriff. Yeah. But I was a base in the ensemble in Sydney. When we went to Melbourne, I was Mufasa. Wow. And then I went to China as Mufasa. And then the Gazelle Tour calls and says, oh, my God, we need a base. Oh, to, in the ensemble? In the ensemble. Gino is going to be available soon. We would love to have you come over to um, the eastern part of the America uh, of America tour of the Lion King as mm-hmm. a base. I was like, no problem. So I go up into the mountains of China. Well, cause I had some time and <laughs> as uh, one does. We, we've, yeah. we've done that a million I've, times. Absolutely. Right. I'm in the mountains. I'm in the mountains of China in a place called Sigonia and Sigonia means four sisters. It's a long story, but nonetheless I'm up there and there is zero reception. I take a flight from, I, I take a bus all the way down from Sigonia and forget to turn my phone on because we hadn't had reception anyway and took a flight to Tibet, Uh-oh. right? And I get to Tibet again, no reception. 
So I come out of Tibet and I got 30 messages on my phone. Oh, man. Uh oh. And they're all saying, oh, my God, we need you now. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, all right, I'm happy to go. In fact, the company is needs you now. I said, like, all right, cool, 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 cool. I'll, I'll get the flights ready. And I was supposed to go to Kathmandu, uh, Nepal, and India, and the Taj Mahal, and all that sort of stuff. But I had to cut my trip short. So on my way to California, I realized that I'm going to Denver. So I land in LA and I'm, I call someone and say, hey, I thought I was doing the East Coast tour. He says, no, the East Coast Gazelle tour, that role is not as important as the role in the Cheetah tour. They need you for Mufasa in the Cheetah tour. I thought I was going to go be a base, yeah. understudy for Mufasa, uh-huh. but in actual fact, I came to the Cheetah to Tour Mufasa. as Mufasa. Nice. And I was like, wow. That's and great, I was like, man. okay, cool, let's do it. And I was, yeah. hence the reason I still to this day have a, a Denver, Colorado uh, area code on my wow. phone. Dude, that, and how long were you doing that? That was the four, that was part of the four. Part of the four years, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I remember running, did you play here? The Pantages? Somewhere in uh, around the L.A., right? As Mufasa? I did the Pantages. I left Denver. I did Denver. Actually, I did the last uh, four shows in Denver mm-hmm. because the guy that was leaving had to leave him in an emergency because he was going to be playing Mr. on Broadway because the Mr. on Broadway was being let go, and he actually slapped, literally slapped, the young Seeley on stage because he was mad because he was going to go. And that was the second time he did it, and they had to fire him. Yeah, you get one time to do yeah, that. by accident. You actually don't even get one time. You get a drawback to about to hit somebody else, and then you're right. out of there. Wow. But they gave him two times. And they fired him immediately. Good. And there's a, there's, a, there's a rule, I think, on Broadway that if the understudy plays the role for 30 days straight, then that role is the understudies. Okay, wow. And so they didn't want the understudy because the understudy very likely was understudying very like three or four other roles. And so it's harder to replace the understudy than it is to just replace the lead. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that being an understudy is 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 a less a role, a less job. It's not. The understudy, very like for example, when I was understudying Mufasa, I also understudied Pumbaa. The, the pig, Pumbaa. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And Pumbaa, you know, okay, okay, fair enough. My Pumbaa turned into Tom Jones in the middle of the song, which was not good. <laughs> or was it? Good? It wasn't good, man. It wasn't good. It was, it was, it was pretty bad. My Pumbaa was the worst Pumbaa. They didn't want, I was the last option for Pumbaa. Wow. I couldn't do the character thing. I just, because it just, it hurt my, my, because like one night I got to go, Hinguyama. And I got to be able to have that soft thing. Yeah. And but then it, the, and as I'm playing Pumbaa, I got to go. How come I'm a chata? Ain't no press increase. I couldn't do it. And yeah. then come back and go. Because wow. it would that's te- a lot of vocal tear. Right, bro. It would tear my voice up, you know. Yeah. And I couldn't come back the next night. I'd done it once, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Wow. So my Pumbaa went. 
Hakuna Matata, ain't no passing cray. And the whole audience was like, wait, wait that's not Pumbaa. No, that's a take. What's going on but here? That's a different take on it. <laughs> I, that's a different take on this. Yeah, yeah. And literally the ensemble, I mean, the whole ensemble would tease me because they didn't know that Pumbaa had a harmony part. <laughs> wow, man. So I'm singing harmony with Timon and Simba, and it was it was good, but it was bad. Was that, I mean, how many shows a day were you doing with that? Oh, man, eight, eight, eight a week, bro. Eight shows a week. Eight shows a week. Man. How do you keep the throat? Are you like drinking hot butter? E- everything I did in life was predicated around those F sharps. Wow. Everything I did, bro. I, I had to get up in the morning. I had to not talk for two hours. I would have. Uh, I would not have coffee uh, until a certain time of the day. It, it passed a certain time of the day, I would not have coffee. And then I would have, after my coffee, I would have uh, sparkling water to, to sort of clean my palate. Uh-huh. Uh, I would go to work on an empty stomach because I didn't want anything to up reflux. Yeah, Everything was revolving around hitting Getting those F sharps sharp. and those optional Gs, bro. Wow. And it was exhausting. Man, I, I'm going to start calling myself optional G, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. I like optional that. Optional G. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Dang, man. Yeah, man. I, I've never heard the story of yours. But I remember being somewhere once, and a lady saw you and went, Mufasa, Mufasa. Guess what yeah. I was doing? It was, uh, yeah. He had played somewhere around. He's like, I, yeah. I saw you as Mufasa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one thing I've seen. And another time, another buddy of mine who's worked with many a famous people, and he goes, uh, Gary, you're friends with uh, Gino Seeger. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, you know, I we go to the same coffee shop, right? Me and this guy and and Gino, and he goes, I want I want to talk to him, but I'm afraid of him. I was like, why? <laughs> He's like Banshee. Didn't you see Banshee? I'm afraid of him. So, <laughs> so what did you do? Oh man! In Banshee, that made this, and this is no little dude. Yeah, He's a big like. Looks like I wrestle bears for a living. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. But he about. was so convinced, like, whatever you did in Banshee yeah, bad, scared the, like, literally, he was like, I- I'm afraid to talk to this guy. And he's in the business. Yeah, and man. I haven't seen Banshee, so I was like, what, Dude, I what, mean, ha- you what got, happened? You got to watch it, man. I mean, Chayton Littlestone was, oh, man, this is something that came out of uh, Thomas Wolfe or Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, the guy is just, um, he's not a psycho in terms of crazy dumb. He's very intelligent. He's very calculated. He's very just direct. And he doesn't move without a purpose. And he doesn't speak without a purpose. So he's a Native American, um, basically a Native American activist who is stuck on the reservation but sees his people as being um, compromised. And because they are being compromised, he wants to take them back to a time when they were living off the land separate from the reservation or separate from the federal government. Uh He feels like his people are stronger. We were warriors and we should be treated as such. And we should be able to take care of ourselves without the help of the federal government. He's uh-huh. absolutely opposed to federal uh, funding. Yeah. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want that for his people. But um, So this doesn't sound like anyone this no, guy no, should no, have been no. afraid of so but, far. <laughs> but he's willing to do it by all mean, by uh, any means it necessary. Is. It's the enemy's necessary. So literally, he's a purist. 
So I to 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 build this character, I I basically researched Hitler because he's a purist. I researched Malcolm X because Malcolm X was much of much like a purist. He wanted you know black people to have their own land, and he had a by any means necessary sort De- of attitude. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's and sure. I looked at Mussolini. I looked at a lot of people who had that sort of thing. So in that sense. I could see why people are afraid of Chayton. But there, you know, crazy as it is, there were some people who echoed his sentiment. And 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 that was that was kind of weird. I think you know, I would have rather had the people f- afraid of me than like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I don't need anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, coming back. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, I knew I feel exactly I, how you do, man. I did it because of Chayton. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But Chayton did a lot of very uh, vile things to to people and particularly he did them to women. Ah. Oh, yeah, he wow. would he would kill anybody that got in his way or he felt like was going to uh hamstring him in any way. He would just kill them. Wow. And he had a very brutal way of doing it with his hands. He would kill them with his hands. Wow. He wouldn't kill them like with a gun. You know, you know, he would just kill them like with his hands, break their necks, snap their necks. And, wow. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's vicious. I could man. see how that would be scary. And, yeah. And look, and to be fair, I mean, you you're a, you're a big guy. In the yeah. world of big people, I'm a little fella. Well, that may be, but I'm not. Like I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I'm six feet tall, and I feel small next. To you. I still well, feel small. Yeah, next but to you. We, but Are when you? I go to D, when I go to sure. Destination XL, yeah, and their double XL makes me look like I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> I know that I'm not in the world of big sure. people. Maybe but you are. You, know? but you, are a, you are a physically fit guy. Right. You've got right. muscles. Right. I don't have any muscles. You have. <laughs> you have enough have to move a, your bones. I have mu- enough muscles to move my bones. I keep. I keep. I keep them. I keep them protected. He has functional but muscles. I, I, functional. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see. I can see. But like, for, but a character it sounds like a character like that. Is like yeah. a, there's a lot of physicality. Yes, involved. definitely. And so and a lot of tattoos. Yeah. So okay, he was tatted yeah. all over his face, back. Front, side, everything. He yeah. was tatted everywhere. So he sounds scary. Yeah. So, okay, and that gets me to this subject. So, you do the acting thing, but you also worked as an athlete for part of your. Um, is that work as an athlete? I guess so. Yeah. Well, you yeah. get paid for it. Yeah. You worked absolutely. as an athlete. You played the footballs. I was. I did football for a little while. Uh, I was. I played college football, and then I did um, what they called in Charlotte, uh, what they had in the United States at that time, was the minor league division. And I was playing in the minor league, and then I saw what the, position were you playing? I was a defensive end, outside linebacker. Okay. Yeah, and I saw the sort of saw the writing on the wall that this really was not going to fare well for me, and I really felt like, oh man, you know, I just didn't like the whole idea of them saying jump, and I had to jump. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to do. You know, I just I, I got to a oh. point in my life where yeah. I mean, I felt like a lackey almost, you yeah. know, like uh, uh, you working for. A yeah. Nice you know, and, and especially when we're talking about like making very little money, very little compensation, oh, really? like maybe they'll pay your rent, help you get a job and stuff like that. It wasn't like they were paying me to jump. Yeah. You know, like, OK. Ten million dollars. Yeah. I'm going to see how high I can jump. Yeah. He says jump. OK. <laughs> you know, right, right. I'm going to jump. But. We're talking about my rent, and right. I can pay my own rent. I don't need you right. to pay my rent. They're dude. just paying you to listen to them yeah. say jump, but you're not gonna yeah. jump. Yeah, I'll hear exactly. you say jump. I hear you say but jump. I'm not moving. But that's just not enough money, man. You pay my rent. I'm not gonna jump when you say jump, dude. Right. I can pay my own rent. Yeah. Well, I mean, football is such a 
a physically demanding sport. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that, I mean, and to like, you know, you blow out a knee, you're going to have some kind of big... Bodies yeah, get, that's it. Bodies you're, get bat, torn Bodies up, get broken done. So it's like there needs to be... Uh, uh, there needs to be a reasonable amount of payment for that. But exactly. And like, I don't know... I only know two other people that have the condition that I have. And the condition that I have is that I was... Play, I played, you know, eight years of football at a high level... I played twelve years of rugby at a high level. I was a full contact fighter. Wait, where, wait, where were you rugbying before you in, the in New Zealand and Australia? Wow! And I did some full contact fighting. I did a little bit of sumo wrestling. I never had as much as a, a broken finger. You, uh, you got first of all. I'm sure the fitness, but that's that's some fitness and some skill. I don't know luck, what it is. Yeah, I, I guess it's luck. But I only know two other guys like that. Wow, Clyde Simmons. And Lewis Cooper. Wait a minute. Who was the dude in the movie uh, Unbroken? There's uh, that movie Unbroken where he couldn't get hurt. Was that Bruce Willis? No, man. Uh, that was Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't see color. So either Bruce Willis <laughs> or Sam Jackson. You mean he Unbreakable? Could, he could not be. Un, un, unbroken, right? Isn't that uh, no, was unbreak- I think it was Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Unbreakable, yeah. yeah. I'm look, I'm th- but I'm past tense. But I think, yeah, he, okay, I sure. think he was easily broken. He was, wait a minute. Yeah, I think he was Some, easily somebody broken. Somebody was easily broken, but then but somebody a, else was, no, was unbreakable. Sam Jackson, Mr. Glass, was easily broken. Yeah, right, right, right. But was right. it who Bruce, was Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, who couldn't be. Broken. I could not be broken. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even you, though he was broken, broken, and there, oh, the irony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they should have called the movie "Oh, the Irony." <laughs> so you did, and then you were said that a little. Light sumo wrestling. Light sumo Just wrestling. Just a little yeah. light sumo wrestling. Yeah, I couldn't gain enough weight. Yeah. I was about 360 pounds, and I just couldn't get the dimensions. Hey, brother, churros. Churros. <laughs> I, How many churros were you I didn't eat any. I didn't eat any churro. Area churro. Now one? Area churro. Now churro. Were you recruited Were you recruited to be a, become a sumo? Or, you know, or was I, it something you wanted to you No, I, I won the, uh, a wrestling tournament. I, re- I won the national championship in New Zealand. Oh, wow. And the only reason I won, honestly, I believe, is because no one knew who I was. And no one knew the style of wrestling that I was so they couldn't, employing. They couldn't study. They couldn't study my doing. style, right? Uh-huh. And so, basically, I beat them with a college collegiate wrestling style wow. that they had never seen. Wow! They literally had never seen. I beat two Russians, uh, a Kiwi, and a Samoan. Wow! You know, and they had no idea what I was doing or why I was doing it. And but I was getting points, and I was pinning them, and they were like, wow. before they figured it out, it was too late. I'd already won the national championship. <laughs> I had to take three drug tests because they didn't know where I came from, and they wanted to make sure I wasn't on steroids. Wow! <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Then after you did the sports, did, did you were you already acting while you were doing? That no, I never acted. So what led you from um, basically sumo wrestling to the acting world? Well, I had started uh, some small businesses in, Nor- in New Zealand, in Auckland, New Zealand. I same, was doing same. We ha- our paths are so similar. <laughs> Up in the mountains of Ah Singanya, Hamini, Abada of China. Wait a minute, hold on. What was the name of the mountains in China? Sigonya. And what's that opening? What's that song in? That sounds oh, like Sigonya in Lion King. Nan Singonya, Namagiti Is it the same? Word Sigonya. It might. It very. It very much oh, sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, no, I think we found Sigonia, the connection. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think. Well, that's that sounds to me like that was where the the serendipity. That's came where the serendipity in. came. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I ne- I had never put those together. Oh, that's mm. why I'm here. We know why you're here for Elliot mm. to teach him to dance and and tie his. Right. We're out of we're out of drinks, guys. <laughs> that's true. We know why we're here for Elliot, and then for you, I was here to let you see that Chinese African connection, man. So, wait, wait, what led you? How did, how okay, did I had three little businesses uh, where I was doing, you know, concreting, and I was doing, I had a, a bouncing, and I was doing window cleaning. And one of my employees said to me, you know, in New Zealand, everybody speaks, you know, in their nose, you know. So don't really talk like this, eh? Way up here in the nose, you know, it's really up here, eh? And so he says, bro, you got a really cool voice, eh? You should do something with it, eh? And I was like, yeah, 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 man, be my manager, you know, because you know, how many times have I heard that? Yeah. And he had a relative who was in the radio business, and the guy gives me a call and says, hey, bro, you should come down and have a read, eh? And so I said, oh, sure, sure. I go down and have a read, and long story short, I make a deal with the the sound engineer to teach me how to do voiceovers, mm-hmm. and I'll do your ads for free. Mm-hmm. Because I really like the way I sound. I never heard what I sounded like, uh-huh. you know? And uh, he taught me, the first ad took 30 minutes, an uh, hour, the second ad took 30 minutes, uh, you know, so on. I was getting better and better and better at it. Mm-hmm. And so my first read was, you know, was pretty average. And then the next ad got a little better. And then it got to the point where people were asking for the American with a deep voice. And he slipped up and told me that by accident. Oh, that's a mistake. And I said, oh, now you got to pay me now, bro. That's throat money right now. Oh, you got to pay me. Deep throat. (laughs) Deep throat money, man. I said, you got to pay me now, boss. (laughs) And so I said, uh, and then I got a little, um, this um, guy was coming in with this this cartoon pilot. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a story about a big old burly bus that goes all around the world telling the children about the different animals in their part of the world. <laughs> you know, it was a big purple bus, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and on the, on the bus was a, a, a broom and a uh, a pillow. I like this cartoon. You know? <laughs> I've never seen, no, I'm sorry. I yeah, like this cartoon. You know, and uh, the pillow was, you know. And I did that, and then I did the. Um, did you do the bus too? I did the bus. I did the the pillow, and I did the uh, the, the cowboy in there. He had six shooters. He's a, he was a broom, and he pow pow. His guns were going off all the time. He didn't know how to control them. You know, so it was <laughs> it was fun, man. And the guy gave me three envelopes. Now uh, I get, uh, wait. Are these uh, each envelope? Different payments? An uh, envelope for each character. Uh-huh. Now, I would get envelopes. That's how they make payments in New Zealand. They give you an envelope. envelope. So I was getting envelopes from my concreting. I was getting envelopes from my window clean. I was getting envelopes from my bouncers. I was getting envelopes from everybody. So I just get this another envelope. So I put it in my bag, and I went on about my business. I didn't think about it until I, until I started doing my payroll. I mean, I started doing my, uh, my banking. Mm-hmm. So I'm cutting up on these checks. Usually a check wouldn't be more than... Two two grand for a week, it wouldn't be a, a more than two grand. Man, these the first check that I opened up was three thousand dollars. I was like, wait a minute, where is this coming from? Who's who sent me? And then it dawned on me, oh, this is the 
voiceover. That throat money. Throat money. I was like, wow. <laughs> and then I, found, I had three checks for nine grand, bro. It took me 30 minutes to do these characters. Yeah. And I said, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. And then nobody uh, hits you in the face doing voiceover, like in the bouncing. No, business. bro, no. Very exactly. little hitting in the face. I was like, I decided then. I said, I need to really look into this and see what could happen. And so I went to the radio DJ or the engineer, and he told me, "Man, you know, you should get an H and A, bro." And I said, "Cool, I'm gonna go down there and then get me an agent." So I went downtown Auckland and got me an agent. Now I didn't know the difference between an, a, a voiceover agent and a modeling agent. So I got me a model. <laughs> unless you're modeling the inside of the, your throat, unless you're taking pictures to open your mouth. Bro, you know. I got a modeling agent. I had no idea, right? I didn't know what I was doing, dude. I was the agent, the agent. They got me a modeling agent. And they were trying to get into the um, you know, like on-air commercial sort of stuff, right? And I just wanted to do the voiceovers. Yeah. And so the girl that was promoting me to do uh, do the the ads, well the TV ads, because New America goes down to New Zealand and does ads. Malaysia goes down to uh -huh. New Zealand and does ads. England comes down to New Zealand and does ads. Wow. And so, I just wanted to do the voiceover. So my first audition, I thought I was going to be doing the voice for this TV ad, but in actual fact, I was actually on camera. Uh huh. I was like, no, no, no. I just want to do the voice. I said, no, this is on on air audition. I said, oh, okay, cool. So I went in and I booked the job, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I booked like three or four ads that year. So you're you got decent envelopes. I got some, from, from bro. <laughs> and then we're talking like thirty thousand dollars. Those are big envelopes. I was like, yo. And then the girl that was getting me the jobs went to another agency. Now I didn't sign no agreement. I just worked deal to deal. Yeah. And I told her, I said, yeah, I'll come with you, but I'm not leaving until I get my last check. Uh huh. Right. So I go in to get my last check, and there's a girl in there that says, who is taking over for the girl that left, you have an amazing voice. Are you a singer? I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a singer. I sing in the shower. Nobody home in the car with the windows up. But that don't, that's not a singer. I says, well, well, they're doing auditions at this date and this time. You should go. I said, no, no, I'm not a singer. I'm really there to get my last check. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, maybe I'll get some lessons and think about it. You know, Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try it later. So I go back to work. I'm collecting my envelopes, of course. And uh, I tell the guy that pointed me to his cousin in the radio business. I said, man, my agent, my man agent's trying to get me to go to a singing audition. Man, you believe that? And he bet me a meat pie <laughs> that they would call me back if I go. Wow. I said, man, I bet you a meat pie that they won't call me back. Man, and they work on meat pies and envelopes over there. Meat pies, bro. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. Meat pies and envelopes. Mince, yeah. Bro, mince and cheese, bro. I might put me, that might take me off my, my <laughs> vegan diet, right? Mince and cheese, man. I don't want to play. Bro, that. I'm telling you, that mince and cheese is unbelievable. <laughs> but I go into, I literally go to the audition and crash the audition. I didn't even know there was a such a thing. I didn't have an appointment. I didn't have uh, I, my eight. My manager didn't know. My agent didn't know. Nobody knew. I just I had the date and I had the time. I just went up into the one of the rooms. Said, hey, how y'all doing? I'm here to audition. And the lady says, "Oh my god, that doesn't sound like a New Zealand accent. Where are you from?" I said, "I'm from North Carolina." You came all the way from North Carolina for this audition? I said, "No, ma'am. I live here." Oh, well, what do you do here? I said, "Well, I have three small businesses." I was telling her my story yeah. right in this little narrow hallway. 
one side had a door and the other side had a door. I says, well, you go in here and you can warm up and we'll call you when we're ready. So I go into this room and there's people in there doing things with their voice I'd never seen before, oh, right? Man. They're warming up, right? Yeah. And they're going, I say, man, what are y'all doing? The lady said y'all got to warm up. So I started stretching, right? <laughs> I didn't know what stretching. Dude, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know I have no idea. Y'all gonna pull a hamstring up in here. Bro, I went in there stretching, doing, you know, doing shoulder stretches and back stretches, chest stretches, Jeez. neck rolls. And the guys was going in. There was like maybe eight, eight or nine guys in there. And the first guy goes in and he comes back. And they have a saying in New Zealand to let you know they're leaving the room. That saying is, see you after. Like, see you after? Yeah, see you after. Okay, see you after. See you after. And so the guy comes back. I thought he forgot his books or something. He says, oh, see you after, bro. I was like, dang, that was quick. The other guy goes in, comes back. Oh, see you after. I was like, dang. So I started timing them. 30 seconds, 25 seconds, 44 seconds. 15 seconds. I was like, man, they 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 knocking these people down. They season off the soon. Dude, they chopping them <laughs> off, right? So I said, man, if I can beat 44 seconds, <laughs> I'm gonna tell my grandkids oh, how I showed them. If I'm if I beat 44 seconds, I'm gonna tell my grandkids how I showed them boys how to audition yeah. down in yeah. New Zealand, right? I showed them how to stretch. I showed them how to stretch it. <laughs> so I walk in, I hit the button. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm here for the audition. My name is Gino. And the guy says, well, hello. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a New Zealand accent. Where are you from? I said, I was born in North Carolina, born, raised, and educated. Whatever brought you to New Zealand? I said, man, I came to New Zealand, and that's 30 seconds. If I stretch this answer <laughs> yeah, out, I'm going to win, right? Oh, my grandkids got so a So <laughs> I'm stretching this answer out, you know, and the guy says, well, have you selected a song for us today? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got a song. I looked down, oh, man, that's. Minute and a half, I'm the man, right? Uh, <laughs> I hadn't selected a song. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to sing because I didn't think I was going to make it past that point, right? Because I'm a bass. Why did he want to hear a bass? Yeah. And uh, I, I said, yeah, I got a song. And the guy looked at me and says, when you're ready. I said, oh, you want me to sing it now? Yes, yes. Do you have sheet music? I said, uh, no, I don't have sheet music. Oh, so you're going to sing it a cappello? I said, no, 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 I'm going to sing it by myself. <laughs> Don't call in the capella. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna sing it by myself. And so I sang a few bars of this song called Jelly Roll, and uh, he stopped me in the middle, and I'm looking at my watch. I said, "Man, that's almost three minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm the man, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody says, right?" And the guy says, "I was wondering if you could work on something from the show." I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, sure." Do you have time? Because I noticed you keep looking at your watch. I say, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) No, I'm good. I already won. So he gives me this sheet music, right? And I look at it, and I'm like, he looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah. Uh, The only thing on this sheet I can read is Musafa. And you're not doing a very good job of that because it's Mufasa. I said, oh, that's like like that Lion King guy, right? Yes. I was like, oh. He says, 
don't you know what you're auditioning for? I was like, no, actually, no. I just, <laughs> I didn't know what this was. So stupid. I had no idea. Stupid. Dude. stupid. <laughs> stupid I had no idea, Zealand. bro. I had no idea that it was the Lion King that I was auditioning for. And the, the lady, I go over to the piano, and the lady says, let me guess, you don't read music, do you? I was like, no, ma'am. Well, I'm going to play your part. So that's like, what, the part I'm going to sing? She says, yes. So she goes, bum, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. I said, okay, I'm going to sing it just like that? She says, yes. I said, okay, could you play it one more time for me, please? Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. I said, okay, I got it. She says, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm sure, I got it. So she plays the music, and I go, night and the spirit of life calling Mamilla. And she's like, that's really good. I was like, really? She says, yes, let's continue. And so literally in like, I guess five or six minutes, I got that first sheet locked down. Mm-hmm. And the Egel Westerdale suggests to me, hey, could you sing that as though you have conviction in your voice? I was like, sure. And I sang it with conviction. Okay, let's try it with a question mark. I was like, okay. I sang it with a question mark. Let's try it with, I know I am right. Okay, boom. And so we did it, we did it, we did it, we did it, we did it. He hands me the sheet music for the rest of the song and a cassette, a CD actually. And says, I want you to learn this and come back and sing me the whole song. I said, okay, what time tomorrow you want me to come? He says, can you come back tonight? I'm like, sure. Yeah, okay. When do you think you can come back? I said, maybe maybe 15 minutes. You're going to learn that song in 15 minutes? I said, no, I'll probably learn it in five. It's going to take me five minutes to walk <laughs> to the car. You're not going to learn that song in five minutes. I was like, no, I, I think I can. You set your watch now. No, <laughs> not right, telling them. Right, and Y'all so set your watch. as I'm walking down the stairs, I notice that my watch is still running. I was in there for 48 minutes. Uh, yeah. And all I could think about, bro, I beat those guys by 47 minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> killed them. I killed them, bro. Yeah. That's all I could think about, right? <laughs> so, again, long story short, I come back in 15 minutes. They're shocked that I'm able to learn this song so quickly because for whatever reason, I have the ability to sort of remember melodies quickly and mm. sort of get in the pocket. And I, I played it like four or five times, and I had it, and I wanted to play it two more times just to make sure I had it. And so I played it a couple more times, and then I went went up there and, and did the whole song and killed it. And they wanted to hire, they offered me the job right there in the ensemble. They wanted me to continue auditioning for Mufasa. But like I get there and I do the ensemble for two for two years in Sydney. I go, um, they offered me the job as Mufasa. Originally I said, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then I had to trust that they knew their job better than I did. Jeff Lee insisted that I was ready. So I go to Melbourne and I do the, the press tour all over Victoria, and I'm talking to all these different outlets about how a rugby player makes it from the paddock to the stage, you know. And so they're all asking me the same question, and I get to the red carpet after the opening night. I'm having a blast. It was a success, standing O's all over the place. People were loving me, crying, and it's all this stuff. I get to the end of the red carpet. I go up the stairs, and there's the president, Thomas Schumacher of Disney theatrical laughing and pointing at me. I said, okay, Thomas, what's so funny? He says, oh my God, Gino, 
Did Egal tell you the story? I was like, what story? The story about the first day he met Gino Seekers. I was like, no, <laughs> please tell. Tell me the story. Well, the story goes, he was auditioning in Auckland, New Zealand, and no one was suitable, no one whatsoever. But then he heard this voice in the hall. Not you, not you, not you, not you. Well, hello. <laughs> and he was rushing to get to me. And I was trying to beat forty four seconds. Uh, wow! I like this. Uh, this that. is a, this is a movie, bro. Yeah, this is, is literally it, a movie, man. Well, at least your memoir. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I mean, also, I mean, obviously, like there was there was some kind of a natural talent for what for what yeah, you're absolutely. doing there, absolutely. And I and I'm guessing because you were you were, you were coming out of being an athlete mm-hmm. that the that the the dancing element the movement element in that show probably was not hard for you to pick up no because no. you're already accustomed no. to you know the the physicality in, in, of the in movement the the thing the, 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 the ridiculous thing that i i learned when doing that ensemble is that different ensemble members have different jobs during the ensemble mm-hmm. Where, you know, this person has to be a plant and then he has to go and do this little thing over here. Well, they'll only give you those things if they know that you're capable. Right. Well, I had a track that was considered the hardest track in the world of Lion King. No one else has ever done my track. No one else has done had ever done my track. No one else had ever has ever done my track since. As an ensemble member, I had to do all the physical movements, all the physical movements, all of the heavy lifting, all of the heavy movements, all of the. I was also the puppet, um, the uh, the mole puppet, because the mole. You know, it's like mumbling, but because I was, I didn't know at the time. I was pretty good at picking up different voices, you know. And all they had to do is coach me and say, "Oh, do this, try this, try this, try this, try this." So I was the mole puppet. Mm-hmm. And then I would run all the way downstairs underneath the stage and pop up as the mole puppet during the uh, at the end of the uh, uh, um, oh man uh, morning report at mm-hmm. the end of the morning report I'd pop up as the mole puppet so I'd pop that down and run all the way back up and get in my hyena costume for the be prepared and run all the way back up there and as soon as I got up there got my costume on boom we walking out him him you know we walking out doing the bo- you know doing uh, yeah. so all this physical stuff I was the the giant mask that floats across the back, the silk mask. I was the banner, uh, first, uh, the leader of the uh, the the banner, which was the rock. The basically is silk rock that, that runs yeah. around with all these guys. You know, I was doing all these physical things, and when I got the job as Mufasa, they had to split my track up with two people. Wow. Wow. They couldn't. Some one person couldn't do what I was doing, mm-hmm. and I was like. Y'all were taking advantage of me, weren't you? They should have been. <laughs> they were taking advantage of me, man. You should have been getting more envelopes. Because in, in America, they have to pay you for each thing you do. Yeah. More envelopes. Uh, right. Yeah, more but envelopes. in New Zealand, I mean, in Australia, they didn't have to pay you for every little thing you did. Wow. And so I was like, man, they were taking advantage of me, man. And I went back. When I got back to the Cheetah Tour, I was telling my friend, Dinar Young, man, do you know what I did in the ensemble? He said, what'd you do, man? I did this, 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 I did this. He said, man, you must have had a fat check. I said, man, they they paid me the same as all that on What? He's like, bro, he said my check would have been, my check would have been huge if I was doing that here in America. Holy crap. Huge. 
Wow. Yeah. But still. But still. You made it. As made it, bro. Made it, yeah. Uh, and We won't hold you much longer. But you also, before this show right here, in that time you were telling me you were about ready to go back home, uh, you were doing a lot of kids' TV stuff as yes. well. Yes, yes. Um, oh, man, Night Squad. Uh, I did Henry Danger. I was doing a Netflix series called Voltron. Yeah. Yeah, so I was doing a lot of kids stuff, and I was really thinking that, you know, maybe if I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. This is the the extent of it. Maybe I should move back to North Carolina because, you know, man, one month of expenses in North Carolina, only a one month of expenses here in L.A. could cover me for six months in North yeah. Carolina. Right. Yeah, living is a lot cheaper on the oh in, in the southeast where we both way where all cheaper. three of us have lived actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's way cheaper down there. Way cheaper, far more reasonable. Wow. Mm -hmm. But now, but now, one of the fifteen most notable face, body, and throat actors in <laughs> And here's what's gonna happen too. Once people start seeing you in that show, my prediction is you you can be as doubtful or just putting the brakes on as you want. Once people see you and hear you, you got a whole new world about to open up before you. That's what's about to happen. Fingers crossed. All we do on this show is spring people into their next steps. That's Wanda Sykes didn't oh, yeah. wasn't on Netflix Not before until she was later on this that show. night. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh Jillian Bell. Yep. She her her movie, uh the marathon movie Brittany that she runs a marathon. Brittany yeah. runs a marathon. Was not was not. It out. wasn't in theaters yet. It wasn't in theaters yet yeah. un until she was on this show. That's right. And now it's about to it's be about to pop. We make stars totally. Gino owes us a fat check. <laughs> envelope, envelope, yeah. a fat yeah. envelope. Yeah. The check can be very thin. <laughs> right, right. It can be very thin, but, but I want a high thread count on that envelope. <laughs> Paper thin. Yeah. Paper yeah. thin. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, if you ever want to see Gino doing something stupid, now and then we'll just get together on the street with our friend Walker Roach, and we'll do something <laughs> called Talk Deep With Your Throat, where it's literally just Gino and Walker, another deep voice dude, saying dumb things <laughs> with their ridiculously deep voices. I don't know if it's dumb, man. It's pretty good stuff. It's fine. It's pretty it, good stuff. It, what... What's pretty good to other people is dumb to me, and that's what makes it fun. <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah. As I am sitting here with my, my, my terrible voice. Yeah. yeah. No. How could you teach me? How could you teach me to talk deep with my throat? Well, um, let me just say this. Yes. My first seven classes are free. Okay. <laughs> the next eight after that. Yeah. Also free. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> and clearly it works. Yeah. Because Gino is here to prove that it yeah. works. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, before we start letting this guy go, do we have any questions for the young Geno Seeger? Well, interestingly enough, Gary, yeah. uh, you put on uh, our Twitter. Without even telling people Without why. Without people telling why. You said, what's a phrase or word you would want to hear someone with a ridiculously deep voice say? I'll explain later. And I didn't want them to know. And there's a lot of people who want to hear things said. Oh, really? It, with a very deep voice. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so, you know, I'm wondering if you'll if you'll indulge us. If I if I if I if I I'll I'll feed you the line. Okay. okay. I'll say it in my not deep and, okay. and mellifluous voice. Your mm -hmm. voice is not not deep, by the way, Elliot. 
It's not. It's not. Look, it's not. It's not high. You don't have a high pitch. No, 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 no. You I have a yeah. very middle. You have a, probably a high baritone. Really? Yeah, so you're high baritone. Except for you said really. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was right, falsetto. Yeah. 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 I can hit the falsetto. All right. Here we go. Uh, Lehman Kessler on Twitter uh, would like to hear you say "Sweet Heavenly Ham." Sweet Heavenly Ham. <laughs> Brian Sack. <laughs> Brian okay, Sack. first of all, these yes. people, make sure you record this when you guys hear the podcast. Yeah. Make sure you record this to keep this as your very own. And then yeah. send Gino a fat envelope. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Brian Sack on Twitter asks for, uh, I just inhaled four helium balloons. I just inhaled four helium balloons. Very nice. Wow. Irene White. At the so, Irene so White. So can you imagine... <laughs> What that voice must have been before. Yeah, I, I know. I can't. Four I can't. <laughs> uh, Irene White. Irene White. Great actress. And Brian Sack, great comedian, by the way. Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt. <laughs> Come, put put some feeling in. Okay. Greek yogurt. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I'm going to be directing this this this. Scene. Okay. All right. Um. That one's too obvious. I'm not going to do it. What is it? Luke, is it really I am your little, father. It's pretty obvious. Luke, there, I am your father. Yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah, there is one of those. Yes. Yeah. If, on there and on Instagram. Yeah. Well, let's do it. All right. Luke, I am your father. Oop, I had a little, little. Um, I think I had a little bourbon on that you one. Yeah, bourbon in it. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. Very mm. nice. Um, oh, this is kids' play. Okay, okay. Here we go. Uh, David, it's, David uh, Sobolov. Oh, uh, says, um, ho, 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 green giant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I auditioned for that guy. Did you really? I think I auditioned for him. Yeah? Yeah. So what he's wanting is, ho, 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 green giant is what that, he's wanting. I That's think what so. he wants. Yeah. That's yeah. what he wants. But what are you yeah. going to give him? Ho, 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 green giant. Oh, oh he, nice. he gave him what he wanted. Very nice. Uh, Tanisha Nicole, at Lady T. Nicole. Uh, you gonna eat your cornbread? You gonna eat? You gonna eat? You gonna eat? I'm your a cornbread. white man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so yeah, you, I, you, you, you don't have yeah. to. You don't have to. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, thank you. Southern black no, no. is gone. You gone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna put some adjectives on it. All right. Oh, you gonna eat your cornbread? Oh, oh, he forced oh, it. Oh, I like there that. There was no question. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's letting that child. That child was like, Dad, I, I'm leaving. I ain't eating my cornbread. Oh, you gonna eat your cornbread? Damn. Okay. Uh, John. John Veith, uh, balloon knot. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh. I mean, there's an emoji on there. Yeah. I don't know how you say that though. Well, balloon knot. Balloon knot. Balloon knot. Yeah. Balloon knot. <laughs> that doesn't sound all right. right. No, mm. uh, it's not this, good. This one. Uh oh. Is it right. questionable? Yeah. You can skip it if it's I'm insulting gonna... to. It's not insulting. To me. It's just. It's just. It's not. It's not. What is it, Ellie? Titty sprinkles. Wait a minute. You just, you just said balloon knot, which is a person's anus. What? That's what a balloon knot is. I thought it was a, a balloon no, knot. No, that's another word for anus. What is what is, well, what is titty sprinkles? Is that like lactating? I I don't I, know what I that don't, is. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind pop skipping. A bear, pop a, yeah, we can skip that. I don't mind skipping titty sprinkles. All right. Here's a good yeah. one. Here's a good one, though. <laughs> here was, here's a good one, though. Aaron Zombie Robles asks for exotic butters. Exotic butters. Oh, that, that that's a good one. That's that's yeah, good. That's a good. <laughs> oh, here's here's a good one, Gary. We actually talked about this oh. phrase uh, I, I, in between shows. Um, 
Uncle Bubba at Eric Adler. Oh, Uncle Bubba. Uh, uh, asked for G. Willikers. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. G. Willikers. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, G. Willikers, <laughs> Cantina and Sports Bar, stop by tonight for $5 steaks. <laughs> Dude, that's the voice you should always be using. You should be using that high pitched voice. Yeah, what, that, like that, the, that's like money the, there, bro. Like yeah. the baseball, like the, gentleman, nah, that guy, like the baseball yeah, announcer. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you can say anything like that. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I can't believe how many people answered. That's a that. lot. This was a very popular question. <laughs> okay, do two more on there and then go to face. We gotta get yeah, Gino yeah. out of here. All right. I mean, Gino um, all right. Here we go. All right. Here's a couple of good ones. All right. Man, there's just a lot of good ones. Oh, yeah. But here we're, we're going to go with... Uh, Three good ones. Three all right. Good all right. Ones. Uh, Kimberly, uh, or sorry, Kimber... Uh, Con- I don't know how to say that. C-O-N-D-I-C-T. I feel like it, it should be condite, or perhaps it's condict. I don't know. Okay. Kimber, I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. Uh, she would like to hear, girl, you deserve this. Oh. Girl, you deserve this. Oh, man. I, sure. I talked over that a little bit. So go ahead and give them. Girl, you deserve this. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say right. that a lot. All right. Last mm-hmm. one from Twitter. Uh, Matthew Demers. Defenestration. Defenestration? Defenestration. 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 Whew. Wow. All right. Get, um, get, get three from Facebook. All right. Yeah, I don't even know what three that is. I don't I, we may be saying so, we may be unlocking some super secret code <laughs> somewhere. We may just uh, unlock a nuclear yeah. weapon. Okay. Well, you, Gary, this one was also uh, on on Facebook. Uh, very very, uh, pop- very, very oh, popular. Oh man, like thirty nine. Okay. Holy crap! I didn't yeah. I didn't expect yes. Yeah. I don't right. apologize to Gene. Uh, all right. All right. Hang on. I'm looking for some good ones. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Robbie Wrist. Uh, Farfig Nugan. <laughs> I remember that. That yeah, was Volkswagen. The Joy, yeah, the joy yeah. of Driving, yeah, yeah, Volkswagen. Yeah. Farfig Nugan. Oh, yeah. Robbie Wrist, by the way, is needs to be on this show. He was Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch. He oh, was? wow. Yes, Robbie Wrist. Yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Robbie, come on the show. All right, um, and a hell of a musician. There's so yeah. many. There's so well, many good ones. He needed that Farfig Nugent. Yeah, <laughs> he just needed it. There's so many good ones. All right, here we go. Uh, Mark Beltzman, super Cal- a hell of a tuba, tuba player, by the way. Oh, okay, very yeah. right, good. Uh, super califragilistic expialidocious. Super califragilistic expialidocious. That is, man. Um. There's a lot of people who, like, who want some very big words, but I'm looking for something funny. You take your time. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Can we do two more? Mm, All right. Whatever you want, All right. Bro. Two more. Mm. All right. Joe Munoz. Puberty hit me like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's probably the truest statement ever, right? <laughs> Puberty hit me like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a, like an 11-year-old scrawny boy. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's son. Exactly. Son, what's going on with you today? Mama Preview hit me like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, Michael Perry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Michael Perry. You're not getting this one. Uh, John Maynard. Oh, I feel All like. Right. All right. Was Michael Perry is gross. Or no, something? no, it wasn't gross. You got to do Michael's and okay. John. Okay. You okay. got it. Okay. Michael Perry. God bless it. God bless it. All right. And now, last one. John Maynard. <laughs> this girdle is too tight. 
Oh, this girdle is way too tight. Cause puberty hit him like a brick. Cause puberty hit me like a brick. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. All right. It's fun hearing deep voices say stuff. <laughs> it is. It is. It doesn't matter. It could be. One day he walked down the street. He was just pointing out flowers. <laughs> Bougainvillea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I am happy for your ride. Uh, I am happy for where you have been and where where you have the potential of going. And I hope you just enjoy the whole thing, man, because this is a fun situation to be sitting back and watching, mm-hmm. knowing full well, Elliot, yeah. that he's going to take one quarter of all my voiceover work when he gets, <laughs> when he blows up. <laughs> when he blows up, he's going to take one quarter of my work. Right. Luckily, yeah. I'm irreversibly right. rich. Yes. It's not yeah. going to matter <laughs> right. that much. Right. But I'm very happy for what's no, what, what's happening I, to you, I'm, man. I'm that's, really that's excited, great. Gary. I'm really excited. I thank you guys for having me on. It's been a pleasure. And, it and, has uh, been. It's been it's been great. And and uh, remind us again when your show airs in the network. Uh, Perfect Harmony airs on September 26th at 8:30 on NBC. Wow. All right. Was, Hopefully, they, I can get the promo. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a promo in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. They don't ah. even. They can just cut that right out. Right if you're there. tired of watching regular TV, tune into Perfect Harmony. Wow, I am sad. That <laughs> made me think I'm tired of it. I think so. And I didn't even know I was tired yeah. of it until that moment. I was like, I'm perfectly happy watching regular TV. <laughs> but you're not. Nah. Nope. I'm not. Well, I guess it's time then for that for, ultimate. For the, for the ultimate. Ask it question. to him. Don't be shy. The ultimate. I'm not. It's the ultimate question. Where can people find you on social media? You can find me on social media on Instagram at Gino Seegers, Facebook at Gino Seegers. And it's not spelled like G E N O S E G E R S. You can find me on Twitter at Gino Seegers, G E N O S E G E R S. Everything is Gino Seegers. And you also do, there's something you do like to help the youth, right? I do. A, I have a small foundation called Hold It on the Road, which is, you know, how back in, in the South, we would say when somebody's leaving the party, hey, man, hold it on the road. Mm-hmm. In other words, make good decisions so you mm-hmm. can get to your destination. Well, we sort of pair that with the moral compass of my foundation. Hold it on the road. Make good decisions now so that you can impact your future in a positive way tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we talk to kids about making good life decisions now that's going to help them be better versions of themselves in the future. Great. See, Elliot, that's what what you you and I could have used. We could have. Now look at us. It's too late for us now. (laughs) Two men with beards and not much more. Yep. True. As Gino said one day, I'm just a dull knife. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I'm just, hold on. I'm just a blunt knife with a dull edge looking for a warm... I'm just a blunt knife with a dull edge looking for a warm stick of butter. I mean, we ain't got nothing going on. <laughs> we ain't got nothing going on. We're just a blunt knife with a dull edge looking for a warm stick of butter. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, where can people find you on social media? Uh, I am at Gary A. Williams on Twitter, at Gary Anthony Williams on the Insta. Elliot Blake, where you is? You can find me at Elliot Blake on Twitter and Instagram. That's E-L-L. L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E. You can find the uh, show 
uh, on uh, the social media, on Twitter, <laughs> at Gary and Elliot, on Instagram, at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. You can find us on the web at daydrinkingwithgaryandelliot.simplecast.fm. You can email us at daydrinkingwithgaryandelliot at gmail.com. You can find my book, Create 100 Cocktails, Home Bar Guys, Deep Dive into the Art of Cocktail Creation, uh, in print on Amazon and as a PDF on Gumroad. Uh, please be sure to uh, stop by G. Willikers Sports Bar and Cantina uh, for the $5 steak. Um, if we say, it's not a mistake, it's Mr. Steak. Yeah. <laughs> um, because my so, wife died. That's what Mr. Steak says. <laughs> I don't there know. is no mistake, only Mr. Steak. Because my wife died. <laughs> oh, it's sad. It's a, what's even more sad about that yeah. is that it really would be Mrs. Steak. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry. But it's, <laughs> it's the saddest story yeah. of all. It's the saddest Whoa. story of all. But don't let it stop you from visiting G. Willikers Tuesday nights, ladies' night. 250 steaks. Oh. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, if you've enjoyed the show, there's a few ways that you can uh, that you can support us. One, by putting a day drinking with Gary and Elliot t-shirt on your chest. Uh, or perhaps uh, drink your coffee from a day drinking with Gary and Elliot uh, mug. You can tote around your groceries in a, uh, in a day drinking with Gary and Elliot uh, tote bag. You can put a sticker with our faces on it on whatever you choose. You can find those things at teespring.com backslash day drinking. Right now, 100% of the proceeds uh, from every sale of that uh, goes to uh, every town for gun safety. Uh, so because we uh, we want a safer uh, a safer community for everybody. I like um, safe. We're all, we're all about safe. And then uh, the other things that you can do are... Uh, Give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. How or... many stars can people I think now? now? I think we're over a thousand. A I think, thousand I think stars. it's a thousand and twelve. Okay. Ten, twelve. It's a lot of stars. It's a lot of stars. Mm. It's a lot of stars. But you know what? I think we're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh and <laughs> and uh and and but really the big thing is if you're uh if you're just tuning in uh to hear Gino, you haven't uh subscribed to the show before, please hit that subscribe button. It helps us uh find great listeners like you. And uh I think that's it. I think that's it. I that's think we great. did it. That's great. Yeah. Elliot. Yep, Gary. I'm gonna use a two word phrase. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if anybody's ever used it before. I've never heard it. I but may I have like coined it. it. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Gino. I'm going to use a three-word phrase. Gracias to you. Oh. Again, newly coined. Bilingual. And I'm going to say one-word phrase. Oh, please. De nada. Oh, yes. Oh. De nada. Made into one word. Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you're out in the day listening to deep voice, people tell you that puberty hits you too hard. If it's September and it's the middle of the day and the night before you'd recorded an episode of a new show where a young goat farmer is pining away for his friend's wife. If you're having a beer at G. Willikers during happy hour. <laughs> yep. And you go out to the parking lot and just look over with that drink in your hand. Remember to day drink, day drink responsibly. responsibly.